Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of Find Your Model Health, the official podcast of Shemaine's Model Health for those looking to optimize their long-term health and weight. I am Shemaine Linney. I am a biohacker and fitness and nutrition expert. Of course, I am your host, and I'm very happy to have you back with me for another episode. In this week's episode, we're going to look at kidney stones and if it's safe to eat microgreens while you have kidney stones. This topic was sent to me by a concerned follower. I'm not going to say reader because um, this is a podcast, but a concerned follower who has a history of kidney stones in her family and was concerned that she had heard eating microgreens would increase her chance in developing kidney stones. So hopefully this podcast uh, helps answer her question and kind of point her in the right direction with her concerns. So despite containing stone forming nutrients, eating microgreens moderately is less likely to cause the formation of kidney stones. The presence of citrate alone in most microgreens will counterbalance the formation of calcium oxalates, um, which is the compound responsible for 80% of all kidney stones. Also, there's many other factors that come into kidney stones too. Um, Drinking water is a big factor in preventing kidney stones. Uh, Your activity levels, even the amount of sugar and proteins you get, they all play a part in the formation of kidney stones. So just like their mature counterparts, microgreens or some people will call them sprouts but that's a conversation for another day they contain a great amount of nutrition microgreens actually can contain higher amounts of nutrition compared to their mature counterparts Um, and this is definitely good news for those of us that are health-centered to include microgreens in our diet, especially for some of the benefits for detoxification of excess hormones and stuff. But it's not such a great idea for those with kidney-related diseases, in particular kidney stones. Um, Again, Let's go through the podcast, but remember there are other variables um, that take part in the formation of kidney stones. So kidney stones are formed by an aggregation of small mineral crystals in the kidney. The small crystals eventually develop into bigger salt stones over time, which cause renal blockage and pain for a lot of people. Now, most of the time, the tiny salt crystals are small enough to pass through the kidney and urinary tract and to be peed out or excreted out of the body naturally. So when we look at factors that are involved in the formation of kidney stones, like I mentioned already, it can greatly depend on your daily 
dietary intake and fluids and if you're sedentary um, and a whole lot of other factors but so when researchers look at dietary intake of high calcium sodium phosphate and vitamin c they found that there was a positive correlation with it having an increased risk of getting a kidney stone but the key word there being correlation so correlation doesn't always mean causation but there is definitely some research to support that there's some sort of connection there all of these substances are present in our common microgreens um, including the more popular ones like broccoli um, kale sprouts brussels sprouts cabbage sprouts radish mustard is another popular one not to list all the microgreens that i know off the top of my head but um, they are all high in calcium sodium phosphate and vitamin c now although there is no scientific evidence linking microgreens directly to the formation of kidney stones the presence of high concentrations of these micronutrients um, can be a risk factor so there's correlation there so it is something to be aware of now when we look at the formation of kidney stones calcium ions bind to oxalate to form calcium oxalate stones so this is 80 percent or has 80% of the responsibility of forming kidney stones and kidney diseases. Um, this means that kidney stone patients are often told to maintain a minimum calcium intake. So there was once, so when we look at the amount of calcium in certain microgreens, there are some that have higher calcium content and some that have lower calcium. So when we look at those with the highest calcium content, we're looking at savoy cabbage, cauliflower microgreens, purple kohlrabi collard greens, and rapini microgreens. When we're looking at the lowest calcium content, we see peppercress, ruby radish, red mustard and mizuna microgreens all have the lower calcium um, content now one study analyzed over 30 types of common microgreens and found a significant amount of calcium in the microgreens and the calcium content ranging from the lowest being 39 micrograms which is your peppercress to the highest of 98 milligrams per 100 grams um, which is your savoy cabbage microgreens so to give you an idea of how we'd compare that to say milk calcium in one percent milk is about 125 milligrams per 100 grams that's according to the usda so the high savoy cabbage it's it's up there with the amount of calcium that we find in milk so again correlation causation awareness is the word i would use around microgreens and kidney stones definitely awareness but when we look at calcium 
in micrograins, we also have to look at all the other micronutrients and molecules that are also in the micrograins. So most fruit and vegetables will contain citrate. So citrate, also known as citric acid, can act as a powerful inhibitor to counterbalance the formation of kidney stones. So citric acid is the generic, um, it's one of the generic metabolites that's found in green vegetables and it can counteract the formation of those calcium oxalate stones. And one study has confirmed that the presence of a healthy level of citrate or citric acid in microgreens um, can help counteract that formation of those calcium oxalate crystals. So in other words, eating vegetables and microgreens at a moderate intake is how do I put this? It's not the main contributor. There is a correlation to kidney stones, but it's not the causation and it's not very likely to lead to kidney stones unless you have all these other variables involved too, like an overall poor diet, um, a sedentary lifestyle, poor detoxification pathways, um, poor circulation, other issues that may be going on with maybe the urinary tract and the kidney stones and even the pancreas and the gallbladder. I mean, it's all connected. So it's, it's not that eating microgreens is going to give you kidney stones. Uh, there was one study that found an increased risk of kidney stone formation from 35 to 37% from drinking orange juice and grape juice. Um, and it's believed that it's the high sugar there in these juices um, that cause leaching of calcium from the bones, which thereby increased calcium in the system and contributed to calcium oxalate formation. So you see there, there's a lot to be taken into consideration. If someone is generally doing a really nice, clean, nutritious diet, they're active, they support their detoxification and circulatory and lymphatic systems really well. Uh, they have got a balance, a nice balance of macronutrients. Microgreens in moderation are not going to drive up your chances of kidney stones. Um, we know oxalate is bad for kidney stones. We know it's present in green vegetables. Uh, we also know, and this is just a side note, that oxalates can contribute to thyroid disorders too. Um, so how can we mitigate some of this? Well, it's really simple. By lightly cooking, you can either steam or lightly boil your green vegetables. You can help remove some of those oxalates and break down some of the um, bonds as well that might be damaging. So it's not that you would want to avoid microgreens altogether. You just want to make sure they're part of a healthy lifestyle and not just 
have a poor lifestyle and sprinkle microgreens on everything because you heard microgreens are good for you or they're good for detoxing estrogen. Everything is in context. Um, and like I said, there are ways to mitigate it. Um, you got you can even supplement with a magnesium citrate which can help with the formation of kidney stones too if it really is a concern of you um you can all then of course cook your foods your greens specifically um and you can also i mean there is a debate that goes on that too much vitamin c will contribute to kidney stones but there is also studies that showed that um having vitamin c can prevent kidney stones so that everything is in context and everything needs to be understood in context with lots of variables taken into considerations so in my personal opinion i think that um if you're consuming microgreens moderately alongside a healthy nutritious diet an active lifestyle supporting all your major systems in your body i don't think there is any need for concern at all um, and then if you did have major concern just cook lightly cook your green vegetables maybe supplement with some sort of citrate there will it will do no harm most of us are deficient in magnesium in any way so supplementing with magnesium citrate is pretty smart in my opinion um but follower who sent me this topic i really hope this helped clear up your concerns and has given you kind of some direction on where you're going to go with your consumption of microgreens um so thank you for the topic it's definitely interesting and i'm sure loads of people will find it interesting but for now that's all i have if you have any topics you would like me to cover or if you have any questions or comments regarding this episode send them my way um and i will respond to them or i'll get them done in the meantime um enjoy your week stay safe and i'll chat to you soon bye